Hey guys and welcome to another episode of Two Men No Hope. I'm Dan and with me is Jamie. Hello. As always, I can't get rid of the fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> How many years has it been now? It's got to be over 10 years, isn't it? Uh, actually, I was thinking about that today because um, obviously what we'll be talking about today, I was trying to think so we can actually say it must be, it's got to be over 10 years, isn't it? Yeah, I think I've been with Charlotte probably about... Probably about. I hope she doesn't fucking listen to this, Jamie. <laughs> oh, I've got on better she is. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think it's probably about ten years. I think we we got together in two thousand twelve. So yeah. So she started. Was she? Did she start before I left or when I came back? I have no idea. No. So I'd say yeah, about eleven, ten years. Got to be at least a couple of years before because we had. James, didn't we, as the, our first manager? Yeah. And Sarah took j- took over from James. So it must have been about a year with yeah, James. Yeah, must have been, yeah. A year with James yeah, and then Sarah. Been. So we had some great news this week. Um, actually, we've had two emails, Jamie, oh, yeah. this yeah. week from people listening. And uh, we've got another question. But I wanted to say a quick thanks to Joe, who uh, emailed in just to say that he liked the podcast and that he sounded like Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> <laughs> it must be and the I, sniggering at each other's jokes, I, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I'm trying to think how he laughs, and he goes. Can't hold it off for my butthole. And uh, fucking love the film, man. So good. Um, but yeah, just thanks for taking the time to email in. And then um, we've also got a second one from Jack, who. Uh, has got another question which I thought was a really good one because it stumped me for a bit because I wanted to try and give the right sort of advice. Yeah, we kind of tried to map where Trevor was on it before we started recording as well, didn't we? Yeah, because I think it's something that um, it's quite a difficult thing to answer, especially from a um, like a stranger's point of view. Yeah, you know what I mean, not knowing him or anything like that, but. Yeah, it's purely advice that we're going to give, so, you know... Don't, don't take it as gospel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, run out and do a thing. It's just to give you another, you know, angle of, to think about what you want to do. Sorry, it's it's late. Me and Jamie cocked up our normal recording day, so we're now, <laughs> now doing it at fucking <laughs> 10 past 11 on a weekday, and I'm an old fart. <laughs> so I'm like, I've got to try and get the old wheels turned. When you here. messaged me when I was sitting in the cinema... I was like, how the fuck did I forget about it? <laughs> oh, mate, I was around a woman's, uh, a girl's house, so it doesn't even matter. I was fucking... It made me feel less guilty when I knew you were busy as well. I was fucking laying there starkers, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what time it was. I'm like, oh, shit, it's fucking nine o'clock. <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry, I've got to go. Uh, get in the car, text Jamie. Uh, I'll be, uh, um, I lost track of time. I'll be there in like half an hour, and you're like, I'm in the cinema. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck's sake!" I was like, "I could just been still in there." Yeah, I don't like. I didn't even like, come across my. I think because I was hungover, as I do. Um, it didn't even come across my mind at all. I was just like, uh, "They asked me to go last second, and I was like, oh yeah, I ain't got nothing on.'" And I went, and that was it. I didn't even like nothing, nothing at all. Well, my I didn't even message you in the morning. I was busy all day. I was trying to get all my my stuff done around the house mm. I could go around this girl's house I was fucking driving like 100 miles an hour man so fucking <laughs> worth it <laughs> but um the celibacy is over I know and it is I'm so happy it's over because she's really fucking good anyway <laughs> um we're gonna get off that subject because I'm not talking about penises today uh today's yeah. subject is gonna be about jobs because Jack has asked us and I'm going to attempt to read it with my very tired eyes so obviously he loves the podcast just throw that out there and he says I was looking to see what you lads would do in my position I'm in a job where I actually really enjoy it and the social life but I'm not earning enough to get out of my dad's house Um, he's 36 and he says it's not a good look 
he's been offered a higher income career, but it means he might be doing something that he doesn't think he'd enjoy, but it will pay the bills. He just wanted to know what we thought. And uh, it stumped me at first. At first. I don't think I've actually been in... uh, I mean, I've changed jobs for more money, but just purely because I wanted more money. (laughs) Not for any other fucking reason. Just because I have a spending problem. (laughs) So I I need more of the income to come in so I can have more junk sitting around my house. (laughs) But I know you have done that. Haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, when I was uh, living in the flat, I when I first moved there, I was only on 16k a year and I was trying to pay a mortgage. Obviously alongside Charlotte. But I was trying to pay a mortgage and on 16k a year I wasn't earning enough. So I was quite happy in where I was because obviously we were all together. The group that is pretty much I still speak to from that same place is all is still in contact with each other so we had like quite a good friendship group in that place and then uh when i moved i went into a managerial role so you lose all of like that you can't really have friends within within the same place that you work i don't think if you're trying to be like a distant enough manager Mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah for sure um and on top of that it was so far away even if i did try to socialize with people it would be such a ball ache getting back and forth. So it was a big decision for me, but I had to purely do it out of necessity for money, basically. Mm-hmm. And that is pretty much the road that he's on. Yeah. Nearly the same thing, because obviously he wants to afford his own place. I was living in my own place and wasn't able to afford it at the time, and that's what I realised. But I think as well, like at the minute, everything's getting so expensive. Oh, yeah. He might not even have a choice. Yeah, I mean... Depends what the pay difference is, and obviously you, people aren't going to go into specifics like that with you. No, I wouldn't expect but, them to um, either. It's not our business, you know what I mean? No, exactly. But if you're talking about two or three grand extra a year, and there's no way other means of making that up, then if that's what's going to make be the difference between you living by yourself and like owning your own place or renting your own place and living at home and you're not happy at home, then you've got to go that way, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But the best thing as well that he said he's got a good social life. And mm-hmm. no matter how stressful the you know the job can be or whatever, as long as you've got that there, that's your sort of cool-down time, isn't it? Yeah, like when me and you <laughs> worked together, we <laughs> some of the times we had like the shittest shift. Like we would literally be like non-stop the entire time. But then like we'd have like these odd little set twos halfway through the shift and we like stop and start chatting to each other and absolutely like have like um like insane amount of uh, banter and jokes and then like that cheers you up and spurs you on for the rest of the day that actually made up for how crappy that job could be at point at times you know what i mean oh man that fucking job was shite but yeah no i think from my point of view is that it's all experience right and that mm. nothing that you really want comes easy and if he's been given the opportunity to get higher income it's all it all goes on the cv he could do it for a year and put, move on. yeah put a load of money to where he wants it and then you yeah move on yeah you've made the money you've got the experience you still have your your mates that you've you've had because you've gained that now yeah i think you know as I mean? long as you're a good enough person to stay in contact you'll never lose them i don't think no not at all and it's even better if they've got ADHD because then time doesn't mean anything. It's not a concept. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to finish that off with like, I am the worst, probably one of the worst friends for someone to have because I don't, on a day-to-day basis, very rarely will contact people. But then I get annoyed if they get annoyed that I haven't spoke to them in three months. Do you know what I mean? I think that's why me and you work so well because I don't, I don't do that either. No, no, so... And it's like the same, when we see each other, it's like the same, there's like no time has passed, isn't it? Yeah, because I didn't speak to you, I think I spoke to you once in the whole of lockdown, lockdown. Mm. and then when I left, we were working together, I was the baker, when I left to, there was a big gap then as yeah, well. there was like a year or two gap, I was living with Cubs for a year, how long was living with Cubs? Two. Yeah, there was a huge gap then and we didn't even speak until I came yeah, back. Yeah, I, re- I remember you living at Cubs house. yeah. So that's the most important thing. Work at the end of the day is purely just for money. As long as you've got your mates, you can do whatever. 
Yeah. And I think you'll you'll be very, very lucky in this world to find a job that you enjoy, that pays you enough money to enjoy it, and that you not waking up in the morning thinking, oh, fuck's sake, do you know what I mean? Mm. I've, I'm lucked out lucky. working in a factory that uh, pays quite well for Scotland. Yeah. That it's just Monday to Friday. I don't, well, I do still fucking moan, but that's just me in general. <laughs> I think after all them years of both of us working in uh, retail and stuff like that, working the weekends, losing like out on all them do's and stuff like that, now that we're on nine to fives and have like a bait, I, obviously I can work the weekend if I want, but it's a choice. Yeah. And having our, my weekends back and my Christmases back and my fucking bank holidays mm-hmm. back, it's insane. Like I, I take full advantage of it and I think you got to go with what makes you happy, innit, at the end of the day. And if you're happier where you are, then stay where you are. There's other ways and means to get money to, or there's like help to buy schemes, all kinds of stuff. I don't know what the guy's situation is, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of ways you can get into properties without, um, having to move jobs. Do you know what I mean? Unless you're on fucking minimum wage and there's just no way you can afford it. You've got to have to step somewhere else. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It's hard because most people don't even have savings. I didn't have savings for a long time. No. Yeah, I mean, I'd certainly didn't. I still know people now that have lived like paycheck to paycheck, like forever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's so fucking difficult. That's why I said to like, um, if he's got the opportunity, and that's what he wants, man, you got to suffer a little bit. There's no, there's no getting what you want without a bit of suffering. No, and I think you hit the nail on your head, on the head as well when you was like, or you do it for a year, get on the CV, and then fuck off somewhere else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. it's always it stays. Yeah, exactly. There was a job I did in between working at co-op and working where I am now. I fucking hated it, but it it was a, it filled me in job, kept me going, kept me on a, a high enough wage so I could carry on my mortgage payments just until I mm. found the next job. And the only reason I took that on is because I needed to at the time, but I had no plans on staying there because the people didn't suit me. Like, there was, I've got so many situations where it was just fucking mental. Like, I, like, I'd be out on the road for like 17 hours, come back knackered, and then I'd have to go back in at four in the morning the next morning. And it just... It's illegal what they were making people do in that place, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but companies try and get away with fucking everything, you know. <laughs> it's fucking horseshit. But, yeah, so me and Jamie actually met. I was working in a bakery, getting treated like absolute garbage. <laughs> and uh, the shop that we worked in was like, what, 10 minutes down the road from either yeah. of us? Yeah. And I was like, oh, and I actually went up against my mate. Who lived uh, the other Dan? Oh, really? I didn't know that. He actually went for the job at the same time. Yeah, and um, I remember having the the phone call with James, and he's like, "Oh, why do you want to leave the bakery?" And I was like, "I can be honest with you, the guy treats me like fucking yeah. garbage." And I was like, "I'm not even. If you don't want me to give my notice, I'll start tomorrow." Oh right. And then he run me. He run me up, and he was like, "Oh, you know, start next week." I think he could tell that I was genuine yeah. and that I was absolutely miserable or where I was. He fucking, he, um, there was a chance to become like the baker and like make the cakes and things like during the day. And he, he played me for like a month and a half, getting me to work harder, doing overtime. <laughs> I was making stuff at home and bringing it in to show that I was interested in yeah. doing it. And then I was really good friends with the deputy manager and she's like look I can't let him keep doing this to you he's given the job to one of the Polish girls and hasn't told you he gave it to like two weeks ago and it was purely because he can dick around with her money because she's foreign right so he was paying her wrong for months saying oh it's it's because it's a probational period blah 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 this blah 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 that and I was I was done. That was the that was the point. I was like, I've cashed out. Was that that place in? And town? if I hadn't, yeah, yeah. Uh, and if I hadn't done it, I wouldn't have met you, man. And we wouldn't be doing a podcast right now. Yeah, imagine that. If that if that hadn't happened and you'd stayed there, 
then we would never have worked together and then 12 years later been doing a fucking podcast answering people's emails. <laughs> I'd still be in Scotland though. Fuck that. I ain't staying in fucking Luton. So do you think that would, life. do you think you still would have ended up in Scotland? Or do you think you ended up somewhere else? Oh yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. I was fucking miserable down there. Like me and uh, mum and that joked about it when we went on holiday. And at the time I had all my mates and everything like that. I was like, oh, I don't want to go. And then obviously you got married and moved away. Dom got married, moved yeah. away. Jim went to Canada, and I'm like, everyone's moving on with their life, and I'm sticking behind because I feel like I need to be here for some fucking yeah. reason. Yeah. No, I mean, but that's that ties in as well. Like at at some point, it's you got to get on with your life, right? Yeah, I think so. Like it's weird to have got that perception off of you because of it. Because like obviously when when you moved up there, I never thought of it that way. I just thought, oh, he wants to get out of Luton. Um, it's not because like you wanting to move on and do something else, but it makes sense. That's the reason why he did it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't regret it either. Like I'm a, a different person. I like, moved up here. I've got my own house now. And You're a hundred percent happier mentally. Yeah, yeah. And mentally, I know with like the ADHD and stuff. Like because I had so much, I was so miserable down there. It was so like clouded, yeah. but coming up here, everything seems to fall into place, and I can I know myself better. Yeah, and that's you know what, what I mean? that's what a big move in your life has done, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah, and it, don't get me wrong, it was fucking tough. Mm. Like two, three years, I I struggled for money. I was fucking selling my stuff at fucking cash converters to try and keep myself a fucking float. Yeah, a lot of trouble as well. So that with was the places that you started working up 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 there as well yeah i did do a lot of like job jumping and just taking whatever i could but you know that's a sacrifice i made going from a town that i've lived in for like 27 years to not knowing anyone uh, completely having to learn everything like whatever all the areas all that sort of stuff it scared the fuck out of me as well because so you don't know if you're going to... Because obviously I work with retail. People's accents and that are quite thick up here yeah. sometimes. <laughs> and I thought to myself, I'm going to make a dick of myself. And then, actually... You get used to it um, quite quick, don't you? There was this... Yeah, yeah. There was, I was working still within the, the co-op. And this woman um, came in. And she goes, oh, I've come here to get my messages. Messages? And I just looked at her and I'm like, uh, I, th- I think you've got the wrong place. Yeah. And she looked at me like I'm a fucking idiot. Like I was looking at her. And she's like, my messages. I always come here to get my messages. And I turn around to like the woman behind the counter and she's fucking pissing herself. And she's like, she wanders over. She's like, Dan, it means shopping in Scotland. I'll do with this. Don't worry about it. And took the old woman away. And I was like, well, I didn't know that. Who the fuck calls it messages? I've never I've even heard of that. My, fucking, my dad's yeah. Scottish. I've come to get my messages. That's what they call uh, getting your shopping. Messages. That's fucking weird. Yeah, so I looked. Like, I was fucking bright red, like a fucking tomato, in front of this old biddy. Where I was looking at her like she was the fucking nonce. <laughs> it was me. I tell you, they had a fucking laugh about that. that fucking mate, I was oh, working. I was working in Essex. This is how ridiculous people can be sometimes. I was working in Essex, yeah, or Enfield, basically Essex, and um, <laughs> <laughs> the accent they have is like super, like. The only way is Essex over the top, like Cockney, weird accent, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously, that sounds very similar to how we speak. So then I'm talking to him, and I'm like, geezer this, geezer that, and chatting shit. And then he started going off one that I had no idea what he was talking about in it. And this guy's an English guy, like, yeah, <laughs> my age, I should know, understand what you're saying. Not a fucking word. And I'm standing there looking at him and I completely glaze over and he's talking to me for a good five minutes. <laughs> and the little girl that was behind the till started laughing because she could see that I I was written off conversation. And she was like, he don't get what you're saying. Like that coming. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy had to stop and slow down. But basically he just went off on the tangent. But because he was speaking so fast, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Do you know what I mean? Jesus, yeah, no, I can't handle that. When they, there's a guy at work, um, he's Polish, and 
he's one of the guys that like knows everything that's going on. Oh right. So no, I'm like, I'm, I always go to him. Oh, what happened there? And because he gets when he gets really sort of like, I say passionate, but like irate, mm. like his English gets like it just becomes one word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm talking to another guy, and I'm like, ah. Oh, uh, he said this and the guy's like oh no that's completely wrong and I'm like well I don't know what he was saying I was like I only fucking asked him a question and I couldn't even tell what you but I feel bad saying what so yeah, I just yeah. nod and I walk away and I have no idea what was going on none of the wiser <laughs> but you know I don't look like a tit until I go speak to a Scottish guy and he goes fucking take the piss out of me <laughs> but I guess that's just a nice guy in me that doesn't want to correct someone well, I, I for once I did a whole management course with this guy and he thought my name was Ricky the entire time oh but you didn't want to I correct didn't correct him. him the entire time yeah I spent three days with the guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> we were on this management course in Swindon and he thought my name was Ricky for the whole like there were three parts of this course so we went down there for three days then we would go down there again for another three days six months later and during that six mm. months someone had told him that my name wasn't Ricky and that Someone told me my name was Jamie. He was like, why are you letting me call you Ricky for three days straight? And I was like, I didn't want to correct you. I was being too polite. In it. And he was a Welsh guy. And he just laughed his head off. In it. And then they kept screaming Ricky like they do in EastEnders. Like that ginger one in EastEnders. Where she's like, Ricky! Fucking hell. <laughs> I would do that, but I don't think my neighbours would fucking appreciate it. <laughs> I'm terrible with names, man. I just call people like... Bud or yeah. a fella. Like, as soon as you tell me someone's name, it's gone. I don't even fucking hear it. Charlotte yeah, always has that problem it. where she gets introduced to new people. And because the anxiety is fully taken over her, she's like, I, don't, I need to know their name, but it's too late. I've already been talking to them for two weeks. How do I, uh, <laughs> how do I find out their name? <laughs> you wait till yeah, someone else. I just call it. everyone mate. Okay, or, or bruv. Yeah, that's what I do, yeah. Fella. Yeah. Dude. What's up, dude? <laughs> Question my own ability to remember names. Fucking a guy at work. That same guy, that's the yeah. Polish guy. But all our pay slips come out, and uh, he was like, "Oh, grab my pay slip." And I'm like, "I'm like, are you fucking kidding me?" I was like, "Mate, I couldn't even remember the fucking letters in your last name, let alone fucking say <laughs> it out loud." And he's like, "Oh no, it's down there. There must have been about fucking fifteen letters in this fucking name." And I'm like, mate, you just written your alphabet down there in the wrong order. <laughs> I've so I've remembered the first three letters, W, uh, W O J. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so and it's never how it's pronounced either, is it? <laughs> no, no, no. So I've remembered those three. So if you ask me again, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> Watch. Watch, I got a look for watch. Well, I, I had uh, <laughs> what it comes out with. <laughs> a predominantly Sri Lankan team in one of the shops I worked in, and they um, all had very similar names, like really long, long names. But then you'd call them like Kevin, or like Kevin. one of them was like just like uh, Shabil, and I was just like, okay, but their name is like fucking forty letters long. So then I'd get sent through. You remember working in co-op when you used to get people to do the online training. It was like, so-and-so mm-hmm. needs to do this training. And I'd be like, who the fuck is that? I don't know who that is. <laughs> I'd have to, like, call up my uh, deputy manager, who was Sri Lankan, and I'd read out the letters to her, and then she'd tell me who it is. She'd be like, oh, that's Dave. I'd be like, oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> None of them had, like, their real name. You know? Just everyone, And even on the was, like, the fake name. <laughs> Were you? Do you remember Dave that we worked with? No. Whose name wasn't Dave. What was his fucking name? The, he was the one that um, always used to hang out with Wayne. Oh, Jonathan. Jonathan, yeah. There was yeah. that guy that just come in one day and was like, oh, that's Dave. So everyone called him Dave. And it must have been like a year later, I turned to him and I was like, is your name actually Dave? He's like, no. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I was like, oh, That okay. was hilarious. That guy was a fucking knob. Not Dave, the other guy was a fucking knob, but... I yeah, I know, I know. I won't name him, but I know who you're talking about. I, I don't um, remember his name. He was a fucking. There's a guy at work that uh, that everyone calls uh, Rabbit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But obviously his name's not Rabbit. 
and his, his name's Rabbit because he talks so much. <laughs> and um, I spent probably I did, I wasn't on his shift originally. I was I was on the other shift, but we didn't really speak. But when I first come onto a shift, I didn't speak to him directly for ages because even though me and him smoke and we have lots in common and we, we chat all the time now like we're good friends at work now mm-hmm. i didn't directly speak to him because i didn't know whether he knew he was called rabbit in it <laughs> 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 and i didn't know whether people were going to like throw me in the under the bus so oh was, you think it's one of those like secret names that people call him behind his back yeah yeah because there's a few secret names that about other people that they don't know about that obviously you don't want them to find out and I was like, is he Rabbit? And then I was waiting for someone to like, like shout for him. And they all called him his proper name. And then I was getting really confused. And then eventually someone called him Rabbit. And then I was like, okay, it's normal now. <laughs> that makes it safe. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking mental. I remember the um, when I was working at the bakery, we had this fucking cleaner. And... Um, I don't know why when you have someone you work with and they're weird, like they have weird backstories. Mm-hmm. And this um, this cleaner apparently used to clean it. Was it like a library or something? But it, like he exposed himself to someone, so he could, he he got fired. And I was like, great, now he's coming to work for us. But I remember he used to walk around the the basement bit where the canteen and the changing rooms were with like no socks on, no yeah. shoes or socks on. I just remember going down the stairs one day and, and seeing him, and then he was just going, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, and he's like running back to the fucking... <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> His fucking bare feet slapping on the floor. <laughs> just think you're fucking weird. <laughs> I remember for my first job ever, yeah, this is like after Jamie was full road man, deciding he wants to try and straighten his life out and become a, a normal human in society. I got this job for Safe Style UK, doing windows, uh, uh, selling windows. And I thought it was going to be like a proper interview, innit? So I went, like, suited and booted for this interview. My mate was already working there. And I went in, and the geezer's, like, got, like, KFC down his top. Fuck. Got, like, at the time I had no tattoos, he had, like, this big tribal tattoo with short sleeve beige shirt on. And he was like, what's your name? And I was like, Jamie. And he was like, how old are you? And I was like, 17. And he was like, okay, um, if you could start Monday, yeah? And then just get here for eight? And I was like, right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to get like, an interview, innit? And then I come at eight o'clock. And then I discovered on Mondays, you get KFC Monday, innit? So I was like a proper hung, hungry 17-year-old. So I was like, yes, KFC on a Monday. And then like they brought in like four buckets between like 20 guys that's like one bit of chicken each yeah I was I was sitting there waiting being polite because it was my first day and it was like like a fight in a fucking playground all these people were just going mental going for this chicken and I sat there and I had like this little twiddly bit of fucking corner of a breast by the looks of it fucking by the end of it and I was like this is my first day this is going to be such a shit job and then I was working there for about two weeks and I earned about 40 quid for working two 40-hour weeks because it was all commission-based. Jesus, uh, man. I didn't, I didn't sell anything in the first two weeks. Then I sold three sets of uh, like double glazing to someone mm-hmm. and got loads of money one week. So then I was buzzing and I went and spent it all in the pub straight away after work with my mate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As you do when you're young. As you do, yeah. I think I lasted about another week after that. Then I stopped answering the phone when they called me because I was like, fuck that, I'm not going back there. Yeah, no, fuck that, man. That sounds proper dodge. I think I earned like £200 in four weeks or something. It was fucking horrendous. Yeah, no, that's fucked up. Speaking of um, of jobs and that, have you heard the latest from Meghan and Harry? No. They are fucking tanking. I'm so happy. Like Every time I see their pictures, I get like a fucking boner because I hate them. Are you talking about Meghan and Harry's in Royals? Yeah, the Royals, yeah. Well, the ex-Royals mm. that still use their fucking names. Yeah, so, like, her her fucking book, like, bombed, didn't it? Yeah, because it was written by, like, a fucking idiot. Yeah. Who can't spell. I'd do a better fucking chance than <laughs> I'm fucking illiterate. I didn't even know she had a book, but yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a child's book. Oh, it was a child's from, book? Yeah, yeah, about a relationship between a, a kid and the dad, and she hasn't even got a relationship with her own father, which made me fucking laugh. 
Imagine but, being outplayed by David Williams. Yeah, I know, right? So they fucking... But now everything's going south. Because everyone fucking... They've had enough of their whiny little fucking pathetic lives. So, like, Netflix are cancelling everything. She had a, an animated TV show that hasn't even aired that's been cancelled already. Like, they're just fucking bombing. They're scraping their fucking money together to try and keep themselves afloat. And it's the most glorious thing I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what end up happening? Um, he will leave her. He will divorce her. Have they got a kid together? Yeah, they've got two. He will take the children, and he will fuck off back to Windsor. Yeah, and she'll be sitting there doing like B line TV shows. Oh, because she's an actress, isn't she? Yeah. I had no fucking idea. She isn't she in that? Is it no? Not Suits. What was suits, she in? Yeah. It was Suits. The most notable role that I've seen her in, because I haven't seen Suits, she was a FedEx woman in Horrible Bosses 2. I haven't seen that. I don't want to see it now either. I can't stand her. She has about three lines in the whole film. That's like that's what caliber of actress she was. Do you know what I mean? She wasn't uh, a good actress. I um, It sounds horrible, because I'm actually... I actually really respect the royals. Like, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I mean, the Queen's fucking top notch, and um, his brother, uh, William, and his missus, uh, Kate, are yeah. fucking outstanding. She is, she is like, like what you'd expect. Yeah, if you imagined someone taking over, like I don't like fucking what's her fucking name, Marmite or whatever her name is, Phillips missus. Phillips, oh, uh... not Philip. Charles, Charles, Charles Millis. Um, Camilla. Camilla, is yeah. Right? She looks like She's a, a... Oh, mate, yeah. She looks like a you back end put, of a shoe with a wig on. You want to put fucking Kate there because she is fucking outstanding. She's respectful. She's fucking... The thing is, Charles won't have much of a reign anyway. No, of course he won't. And she's going to do it anyway. Charles is such a fucking whip. Anyway, that's not the point I was going. Yeah, and obviously there was all that conspiracy about them Diana in France getting bumped off because she was cheating which you know if you've seen the photos of the guy that she's supposed to be cheating with looks just like fucking Harry anyway <laughs> when when they first left and they went to Florida I was, I was making jokes about how they were going to get surprise plane tickets to France <laughs> to fucking... <laughs> because the Warriors were going to bump them off <laughs> it wouldn't I tell you right now it wouldn't be anything like fucking when it happened to. Oh Diana. no! It'd be, it'd be, it'd like, be so be like, public. Who? Yeah. The thing yeah. is, I, like, like I oh, until you brought them up, Megan and Harry, I'd forgotten they existed. Yeah, because they're a joke. They were they were having they were asking Orlando Bloom Bloom to look after him, weren't they? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Like fucking Orlando Bloom's gonna do. The thing anything. is, what I really think as well is like what annoyed me with the whole Harry and Megan situation was that she was trying to draw it all back to race. Uh, race yeah. But at the end of the day, the royals are like some astro... Astr- uh, I can't say that word. Astro... Uh, do you know what I mean? That's what you married into. You knew what you were married into. Yeah, she did, yeah. You weren't marrying Absolutely. into like the bog standard family of fucking like Northampton. Do you know what I mean? You was marrying the royal family who are known to be behind in the times. That's why there's still a royal family in England. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I, I don't know. I... I still respect them for what they were doing. You know what I mean? I think they do a lot of good think... charity work. Yeah, I don't think it was right what they did. But I just yeah, I just brought them up because I just thought it was funny that they're now tanking. It is, after, yeah. and, like There's no Oprah help now with their, with their fake interview of fucking Yeah, I hate yeah, that, make, that makes me cringe so much. When I saw all that, when she was like saying about all the nasty things that I said to her, I was just like, get over yourself. Do you know what I mean? What made me laugh is that she said uh, that I I, had, I couldn't turn to anyone. My mental health was really bad, and I, I just, there was no one that I could speak to. Coming from the fucking founder of the mental health charity, <laughs> she could have had no one to tell. Well, I'm not going to a fucking charity. She ain't getting any more money. <laughs> She's got fucking mental health problems. She can't go to her own fucking charity. What's that say about that? You can't tell me these people ain't got a hundred AIDS. Hundred like they're fucking. 100- um, entourage isn't like fifty people deep because it is. Do you know what I mean? You're telling me she's one just... of them people she can't talk to. 
It's fucking mental. Yeah, oh yeah. All the money, there's no, you know, like psychiatrists you can. They would have them on staff. Yeah, exactly. No, it's full of shit. Completely full of shit just to fucking make the royal family look bad. It is, yeah. They don't help themselves. Gingers, man. Gingers. What, gingers? <laughs> <laughs> gingers. <laughs> gingers have their souls. <laughs> that one don't anyway <laughs> what an ass crack but we went way off topic but that yeah that I don't know where that come from what the no it was sort of related they couldn't get any jobs it was related at the beginning but then I went on a bit of a we tangent we an email from Jack going I appreciate I sent the thing in but I didn't really get an answer no I think we did I, I think you should go for it personally what are you going to lose, man? You know what I mean? End of the day, it's progression, isn't it? It's a, it's a way to move forward in your life. If you don't want to lose that friendship with the people that you've got and that social life with the people that you've got, I think me and Dan doing this podcast proves that you can, you cannot lose it if you're still willing to be in contact with each other. Yeah, yeah. Things like that always stick together. You know what I mean? Like I said, work's work. You, you know what I mean? You get over it. You get your money. It's what you do after you finish work that matters. Yeah. So my personal opinion, I exactly. think you should go for it. And uh, hopefully he gets the money together and he gets to move out. And uh, thanks to his dad for putting up with him while he's 36 living at home. <laughs> imagine that, Imagine that, man. What? Being 36 living at yeah, home. Yeah, but that's not a stigma anymore, is it? Like when... You're younger. Well, when your parents were younger, it was more of a thing. But now, people at home till like forty, you just can't afford it. No, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's not something like to be frowned upon. No. F- from his point of view. No. But I can und- I totally understand why he wants. He's taking thinking about taking the opportunity to come move out. Yeah. Because there's there's no money it, unless, as you said, unless you have savings in this life you are fucked now you, like there's no way that you're going to be able to move out comfortably yeah absolutely so yeah man if you've got the opportunity fucking take it yeah. that's all I can say man and hopefully it goes well for you and we get an update and you continue to listen to the podcast anyway and uh yeah and um remember it's your own decision we do not want to yeah influence you too much just in case it doesn't pan out yeah yeah no it's purely just uh <laughs> give you another perspective that's what it is yeah. at the end of the day it's his own decision he's not going to fucking oh these two knobheads on a fucking podcast tell me to fuck off and get a thing but at least he's got he's got that sometimes you need that where no one knows your situation yeah yeah because yeah. you get that sometimes you know when like you're talking to someone at work and you can't get that completely clear thing that's why sometimes I talk to my mum yeah she just fucking agrees with everything I say but there's no bias do you know what I mean Some, sometimes you need that other perspective to understand like like the real situation because when you're in that situation sometimes you're in a little bit of a bubble so sometimes an outside perspective does need to be and I think hopefully we've given that yeah man for sure there's some terrible stories about our work yes. I, my mum went blank man I was trying to think of I've worked for so many years and I couldn't even think yeah, that's insane like how many years did we work together and we couldn't think of more than one time yeah. that was funny speaking of me question our motives Dan <laughs> I think if anything the stories would be when we weren't around each other yeah yeah dealing with other people's bullshit yeah, pretty much. Yeah, most of the time it's the fucking customers useless ass fucking dickheads. Some of the customers over the years, like, I, uh... I hate the ones that come in to get the reductions. I still hate them. When I go into like ASDA and I see them standing there, like they used to do to us when you're putting the stickers oh, on mate, all the, yeah. the reduced food, and I just feel like going up to the bloke that's working there or the girl and just being like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry for these assholes in front mm. of all of them." These these people are cunts. <laughs> no one is that poor, yeah? No one is that fucking poor that you've got to stand there like a vulture at six o'clock on a fucking Thursday 
Well, every day they do it. The same people every day, yeah. it? Well, you get that thing as well where it's like, is it an hour or half an hour before you close? You have to reduce them again. Mm. And there's always that. Uh... And they'd be the back again. Same fuckers with yeah. the back. So then I used to, because um, I'm a twisted cunt, I used to load it all up on the trolley so they could see all the lovely, delicious food that was going to get reduced. And then I would wheel <laughs> it out the back into the chiller. And then, and then, yeah, the and then I'd come out thing. and they'd be like, are you reducing that? And I'd be like, Oh no, 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 not today. <laughs> and then when they leave, <laughs> I'd just walk back in, stick, 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 and put it all back out again. <laughs> just because I fucking hate them so much. <laughs> Do you remember? I don't know, I can't remember where we talked about this geezer on this podcast already. There was a. When we both worked in um, Stopsley. Mm hmm. There was a guy, which I'll call Mr. Bun, which is very similar to his name. Do you remember Mr. Bun? Mm, if you keep talking, it might refresh. He used to have, he used to be a seriously old guy, like on the point of the glasses. Fucking yeah! He used to come in when I used to do. He used to slope in. I used to do the chickens that could only last like two hours before you reduced them. Yeah, yeah, I remember that dickhead. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Bun, yeah. Um, he used to come up to me six o'clock. I'd be like run off my fucking feet in the middle of a shift. He'd come up to me at like six o'clock and be like, "Are you going to reduce them buns for me on the thing?" And then like me being nice to the customer because you know what I was like, I was an asshole to everyone else, but I was really nice to the customers. Yeah. Well, that's what they tell you to do, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'd be shouting in the back at everyone, but I'd come back out and I'd be like, "Hello." <laughs> 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 and he, I'll be like yes I'll be over there in a, bit, in a minute and I'll be like on the tills for the next 25 minutes trying to fucking clear this queue out and uh, he'd come I could see him sloping down the fucking aisle back down towards me because I've not come quick enough for him and I just I just thought to myself what is your life what is your fucking life you're waiting for 20p off that 40p fucking roll yeah. Do you know I used I mean? to take like a penny off or like 5p yeah. and they'd be like you're not doing more I, than that and I'm like no no no. Fuck up, yeah. <laughs> new rules. You new rules, you <laughs> dickhead. And then <laughs> and then <laughs> um he come in, in the summer and he was wearing a vest, yeah. And this guy was probably ninety five years old well not ninety five, but to me at that time, because I was so young, about ninety five years old. Mm. And he had grey chest hair that was nearly touching my lip. Yeah. <laughs> 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 as I'm talking to him because I'm short and he was fucking tall when he he was yeah really tall yeah and I was, and he goes to me where's the prunes juice and I was like prunes juice what the fuck is he talking about prunes juice and then I was like right it must be in the juice section so I'm looking in the juice section nothing there took him and obviously this guy walks at five miles an hour so I'm slowly walking around with him like trying to usher him to the fucking sections that I think he might be in and I goes oh if you just wait here, I'll have a look down there. And I found some prunes in the tin, and that's what he was after. He wanted to drink the prune juice out of the tin. He oh, says he throws yeah. the prunes away. He says it's good for his digestive system, which just made me feel sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, that jalapeno bread on the side, are you going to reduce that in the next 20 minutes? I was like, <laughs> fuck off, you dickhead. My granddad used to do that, fucking prune juice. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Before he passed away, he was so it's actually a, a thing, is it? Problems, yeah. Oh, I thought it was just him being a psychopath. No, no. And um, actually, that didn't end up helping. I had to get him. Um, at, no, liquid. Uh, I was gonna say mag- milk of magnesium. Mm. Yeah, I remember being asked helps. for that as well. It's disgusting stuff, man. I remember um, being on a night out. With that, Dan. Yeah. And um, we were fucking hammered to fuck. I think we'd just come out of edge. And I don't do shots because they give me like heartburn and I just don't like... I just don't do shots. I never have done. And he decided to do a Jack Daniels shot and he had like really bad fucking heartburn. He was <laughs> good. He was like throwing up because he was his heartburn. So we were like, oh, it's like fucking God knows what time in the morning. We're like, oh, we'll go get you some fucking heartburn stuff. So we went in and got him a jar of the... And he's, like, chugging it. 
and then he's just fucking throwing up like he's been at a bukkake party or something. And it's this fucking white shit pouring out of his mouth, coming out of his nose. Fucking and I'm Fucking pissing myself. And everyone's walking past. And I'm like, yeah, he's been in the back alleys. He paid for all my drinks tonight. It's <laughs> just fucking... This thick white shit coming out of his mouth. <laughs> Fucking gross. I don't even know how it got into that. It just come to me. Just <laughs> <laughs> The worst... I remember one of the worst fucking days of my fucking life was the day that um, we were getting a refit and the store was going to be closed for like a week. So we had to reduce the entire chilled section. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everyone had trolleys and everyone had like... So it was like you used the gun and I put the stickers yeah, on. I remember that. And it was just fucking hell people were terrorising us just people just wanting the stickers on the thing and then the tills wouldn't go right because people are sticking the stickers moving them around and it's just like oh mate that was a fucking horrible day and like it was so dark I remember it being really dark was it already started the refit is that why it was dark I don't know whether it's just I just remember it was dark because it was a dark time in my life (laughs) I I remember that they expected us to go in and help and it was just end up just all of us just standing in the fucking. I remember doing nothing. Me and you standing there, and they were like, "Yeah, fuck that." I just remember all those fucking. It's like nightmares seeing all those faces waiting for stickers to go on things. Yeah, I remember me and you standing there, and that we were standing by the milk, so we'd got all the way around the whole fucking shop, which is the whole L shape. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. And um, we're we're standing there, and this woman goes to us, "Is there no chicken left?" Is there no chicken left? Is there no chicken left? And she asked us about 90 times, me and you are trying to reduce 120 fucking pints of milk. And I was just like, no, I don't think there's any chicken left, love. If you just want to go over there. I was thinking, you silly fucking it's woman. Fucking me now. <laughs> and then I go into the back, and then uh, there's about 40 chickens sitting in crates. And I was just like, oh my God. And we had to reduce everything that was in the backup and bring it out as well. The backup, yeah. That's true, yeah. Fucking! I don't know how he did that. Do you remember the day I was? Where did I? I was on holiday, or is it? No, it was the weekend or something like that. And Sarah and Charlotte were trying to fucking skive, so they went into the bakery and they spent the day cleaning the bakery. Oh yeah, I got the biggest shit when I fucking come back. Like I've got enough time to fucking deep clean the entire. They were just doing it to skive, and I got a fucking flack for that. Especially when you had like someone else that was doing the alternative to you that we eventually had to take out of the bakery. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Bollocks. <laughs> Dreading up old memories, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting PTSD. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I won't be able to fucking sleep the four hours I'm going to get before I've got to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I remember me and the guy doing... Uh, waste once which was like when you waste everything out of the shop that is no good mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> we found this fucking pear yeah and i'm not joking this pear was like you could put your finger through it if you put any pressure in oh. so what we did because i said i'm not picking it up we just threw it on the floor and it exploded onto the floor and we just picked up a flower bucket and put it on top. And then I said, we're going home now. <laughs> Fuck it. Fucking leave that for the morning. And then I remember they put it up on a little notice board saying, who did this? There's a picture of it. And me and him were just looking at each other thinking, don't say a fucking word. <laughs> that fucking place, man. <laughs> the, the I remember the first Christmas party we went to. And um, we got drunk at mine first. And we ended up in wherever it was and I I always remember getting in the conga line I don't remember this do you not remember the conga line no and um, where was where was, was this party it was at the um, oh it's where all the tennis courts and that are you know where like Toys R Us oh I do remember that yes the sports centre yeah. yeah and we and got really fucked up remember yeah because the manager and the one of the supervisors were wrestling, weren't they, in the, <laughs> yeah, the, the toilets? toilets yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was in the conga line, and I remember just fucking... I don't know what was going on. I don't even think I know how a conga line works. Uh, oh, is it a conga... A limbo, so it was limbo, because I kept going knocking the <laughs> the board. <laughs> this 
that they were hitting and then just join in the end of the queue. <laughs> <laughs> I must have done that four times. Someone that, shouted I, I'm pretty at me. sure that was a fucking Beatles tribute. I can't night. remember. I just remember going, Dan, you have to sit down if you hit the fucking stick. And I'm like, well, I didn't know that. I'm fucking off my head. <laughs> the fucking people holding the stick didn't stop me. I've been going round and round and round. <laughs> See, that's how long I've been pulling bullshit on nights out. I ended up in the nightclub by myself at 3am, not knowing where I was. Everyone else had left me at like 1am. They didn't even come in the nightclub. I went in by myself just for a grand time. <laughs> I've been doing it since that long. That was fucking 12 years ago. What? I still do that. We shit. went in to fucking work the next day, and just fucking. Oh yeah. The the supervisor was like, "You two fucking stink. You can't go near any customers. <laughs> just stay out the back for the day." And we just went into the canteen and fucking had a two hour nap on. And the fucking, I think I was laying with my head on the table, and you were laying on the sofa. Yeah, that was fucking easy, man. See, that is what working life is about at the beginning. Just fucking around. Mm. Before your life becomes too serious, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I couldn't do that now. Fucking hell, I'm going to no. be dying tomorrow. If I don't get my eight hours, I'm going to get four and a half now. <laughs> the cat's now going, fuck, I'm going to hear him running up and down the stairs like he's some fucking black beauty or something. <sighs> What's with the animals right now? My dog's been playing up for 20 minutes. I don't know. Your dog, your your dog, your cat's been doing the same Man, thing. Maybe it's a ginger Rock's going to go mental when I go down okay, on Friday. Oh, yeah, he is. I'm going to lose him for another two days. Last time he's down there, it's like I didn't have a dog. Animals just love me. It must be because I'm retarded. They like special people, <laughs> don't they? They like looking after him. He's <laughs> <laughs> become your carer for the week. It's like, it's like they nurse, and they went like, when you're upset or when you feel ill, they come over and they cuddle with you because they're like, this will make you feel better. That's what they do with special people as well. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell! Yeah, I'm now delirious now, so I'm just fucking talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> right, you can outro because I don't think I put the words for it. <laughs> okay. Um, thanks for getting. Uh, oh, oh now you're doing it now. <coughs> thanks again for listening, guys. Um, Again, if you want any advice or give us any tips or just give us some general content because we don't have any most of the time. Um, I forgot what our podcast is called. <laughs> <laughs> it's way too late for me. Right. <laughs> Two men no hope at gmail.com to spell yes. not the number. <laughs> <laughs> Two men no hope um, at gmail.com TWO, not the number. That's a fucking parrot in the room. Thanks again, Jack and Joe, for the emails. Appreciated. I was about to say, who's Jack? I thought you were talking to me then. Jackie boy. (laughs) 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 See you guys later.